Welcome to the Self-Care Creative Podcast, a show where I talk about the struggles, mental health, and work-life balance of creatives. I'm your host, Ray, and I hope you will follow me through a journey of figuring out a better life as a creative through deep dives into self-care topics and interviews with other creatives about the ups and downs. There is a topic that I've been mentioning here and there in the first couple episodes, especially in the first one and then the last one, which is struggle and how we deal with struggle in the world currently and how that impacts my generation and older and younger generations and how people that are successful are kind of at fault for that. Uh, Let's talk a little bit more about that. One of my main motivators for starting this show is something I also mentioned in the first episode and that is how dehumanized people that are successful or even famous um, are getting. I mean, it's currently shifting a little bit, but for the most part, people up to successful people and there's not a lot of uh, substance. There's like a lot of disconnect between people that made it and people that are like working their butt off to make it or to make their success definition. We talked about this in a different episode. You should have your own... uh, definition of success otherwise we'll chase a different uh, definition of success that may not be yours <laughs> and it's kind of uh, important that you chase your own success definition i'll link that episode in the show notes i think that's like the episode number four <laughs> i might be wrong i'll link it so struggle in relation to success is something we really need to talk about way more and i don't just mean like failing and learning from stuff i mean struggling with your mental health decisions thought patterns entire projects that's not talked about enough like you hear it here and there but it's like always from from the standpoint oh yeah this happened like years ago when someone in a higher position talks about it and that makes it so so much less relatable or tangible because there are way less details in talking about it. I'm glad this is currently shifting a lot, the the, the fact that a lot of, uh, for example, Hollywood actors more and more are like open about struggling with mental illness, but there's also different nuance to that because there's still a social media highlight reel. Like a lot of people say, oh yeah, I have anxiety and depression, but then like they say that in an interview and then that's it like there's no oh yeah this is how i deal with it there's no oh this is how this feels for me and there's like no uh oh yeah like saying it in the moment i see this in a lot of uh, new creators that they that that they want to change that like i see a lot of new creators or small creators being way more open about their struggles and at least in their like Instagram stories, for example, that's just they they're just gone in twenty four hours, but they're like they're alive. They're like, oh yeah, I'm having a really bad day today with my anxiety or depression or eating disorder, and this is how I deal with it. That's there's a reason why self care, self love, mental health creators are growing in the last few years because they're way more open about how to how to deal with this, how they themselves deal with it, and they are open about dealing with it in the moment. 
but that needs to happen way way more in way way more industries which is why i started this podcast is that's what i mean with what i mentioned in the first episode i want to talk to more creatives and let them be open about struggles they had how they dealt with it what struggles they currently have and how they currently try to deal with that that's it's it needs to be like made more tangible because people that are in the middle of struggling with one of the things these successful people mention they they're in a different state of mind it doesn't speak of their to their state of mind i know when when someone i look up to talks about having had depression in their life or still dealing with depression that doesn't do anything for me like if you just mentioned you had or have de- depression that's that's just like a fact about you're like a, oh yeah that's a little side fact when if there's no context to how it felt and how it impacted you and how you got through it or how you currently go through it it's just a little side effect about you it's like okay it's nice that you came out about this and you do something to destigmatize it but like there's like there's less connection and it's okay i mean i don't want to blame people <laughs> in higher positions that have made it or whatever for not being open about your mental illness nobody has to do that i just feel like it should be done more by people that are already a little bit a little bit open in general but i feel like anyone that listens to me knows that i'm not trying to offend anyone here (laughs) like i know people i'm not i'm not uh i don't have the right to know some of these things but people that are open about sharing these like similar stuff should be that much more open about it to help people that actually deal with the same stuff that are not in their position (laughs) i mentioned a couple sentences ago people are in a different state of mind and what i mean by that is my depression brain when you say oh yeah you had depression my depression brain thinks oh yeah but like you did nothing different to how you do do it now like you worked you you didn't lay in bed for several weeks couldn't do stuff you didn't cry your eyes out at night whatever like the typical depression things I don't picture them when someone says they had depression and when they're in this situation because it it still feels like they worked their butt off even when they were deep in depression and like this this is an impression that that is not implied when someone says they had depression or anxiety or what whatnot but if you're in a mental illness state of mind and you're not spoken to when someone says that that's what i mean with it's just a little side fact it's like oh yeah this person dealt with this too but like you don't know how they dealt with it and you just feel like oh yeah i need i just need to get my like it feels like a it, like one once again a person saying oh yeah just get your butt uh out of bed and do hard things and yeah i don't know i feel like with the way the depressed or anxious mind works it's just making people think oh yeah i need to just not honor my needs of rest and working through this first it's hard to explain this um but there's a lot of pressure coming with people sharing the side fact but not how it impacted their career or the, the pace of their career like i feel like people that got famous or successful in their successful in their field a little bit later in life are a little bit more open about this that they said oh yeah i had like 
I had like depression so bad that I had to like stop doing what I did for like a year or two. Like when people say that there's like way more there's way more that a person that is in the situation can go off of. You can you can look at people like that and you're like, "Oh, okay, you had like two one or two years where you almost did nothing for your career, but you still made it to where you are right now." Like this is like this is like such a small thing to add to, "Oh yeah, I had depression." But that makes such a big difference. Like, "Oh yeah, I had depression and I needed to stop or slow down with my career because of it." for this amount of time and I could only do this and that, that gives so much more context to how mental health impacts people, to not just people that have mental illness, but also people that don't have it. Like, destigmatizing is so important, and destigmatizing is not just saying, oh yeah, I had depression, or uh, these are common symptoms of people with depression, because if it's not personal uh, information, to an extent it doesn't connect as well with people that are not mentally ill and even people that are mentally ill like i said there's just this weird impression of when you when you just said you struggled with this someone will just say oh you struggle different with this so i just have to get through it like i remember just looking i'm projecting of course to, to a different uh, to some to a degree i remember looking up to these people that i looked up to <laughs> And I knew some of them struggled with mental illness, but like I was in the in my mental illness mindset, so I like I, I I pressured myself because I was like, oh yeah, but like these people, these people struggle with mental illness, but I'm pretty sure they just pushed themselves through a lot of stuff, and maybe they did, but that doesn't mean that what they did was healthy for them or for me imitating it or wanting to imitate it. Like, yes, uh, there needs to be more context when mental health is brought up by successful people. Like, at least people successful by the standards of the, of society. Like, you can't just be, oh yeah, I had this, moving on. No, there's, there's, so much, there's so much more going into this. This is like, a little bit like, oh, this is a weird comparison, but like, it's like coming out. You can't just say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm this... And then not explain this to people. And you know, like when you come out, for example, let's say, okay, good, I'm I'm identifying as bisexual and pansexual. And when I say that, I need to explain what these two things actually mean. I mean, you can look it up right now because this is not the coming out podcast, but um I I have to do that when I when when I come out because it helps destigmatize the stuff surrounding that's those sexualities and it helps people coming after me <laughs> you know that's like it's the same with mental illness you can't just say oh yeah i struggled with eating disorder when i was a teen dude when it was over 10 if it was over 10 years ago like talk about it like maybe two sentences more you don't need to give me your life story but like please give these young girls looking up to you or these young boys or non-binary people this this little bit of encouragement. <laughs> I'm, I don't know, I'm just a little, bit ti- a little bit tired of this highlight reel of, oh yeah, I got successful. Maybe I didn't have like a job for a year in between and I scraped by with my finances, but like, that's like, come on. In a world where the poor are getting more and more, we're like, oh, come on, we know. 
<laughs> like we know that's like this is like one of the things i don't want to hear because like we're all we've almost all of us been there like dude <laughs> current times are just like yeah lower middle class to pretty much poverty it's normal sadly I mean, it's still great to hear like stories of like, oh yeah, I've, I started from the bottom and now I'm here, so that's great. I'm not, I don't want to bash it, but like, it's so important to do the same stuff with mental illness. You need to like give people context, where you were, where you are now, how you got from point A to point B. You can't just, I don't know. This is gonna be that's gonna be very interesting in the interviews and on this podcast because I will obviously not I, w I only want people to share as much as they're comfortable with duh but <laughs> it can't be that we just are like oh yeah I struggle with anxiety or I'm still struggling with anxiety but yeah that's all you that's all I'm telling you about this no. Like, it's great. I know that you can relate to what I have or had, but, like, usually people don't come to you and talk to you about it. Usually you need to reach them. And especially if you're, like, influential. You have a certain level of responsibility to help people coming after you with the same problem to struggle less. You know what I mean? When you have the platform, you shouldn't just use it for like. Don't let, let don't always let like the charities take the stage. I mean that's important too, but there needs to be like more personal connection. Like we humans thrive on relatability, on connection. So explaining mental illness from a place of oh yeah, I struggle with this myself, and this is how I dealt with it. That's way more, way, 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 way more than a, oh yeah, this is what I struggled with. Here are some charities and resources. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if every, everyone listening to this will understand what I mean, but I'm just, I'm a little bit tired of seeing actors or whatnot just going, oh yeah, I struggle with this. Great, people can, people have like a, figure that they can hold up now and say oh yeah this, this successful person also had my struggles but how did they deal with it how did it impact them that's so important <sighs> that was a long rant it wasn't even the entirety of what this episode is about <laughs> but it's so important if you are in an influential position to make this a, re a relatability thing not a highlight reel of oh yeah I got I got over it. No, we all have bad days. Even if you don't have struggle with stuff anymore, if you have a bad day, share your bad day. That's completely fine. I mean, you, don't, you shouldn't do that all the time, of course, because there's a balance even on social media and whatnot. But it's dehumanizing yourself to people if you don't share some of your struggles. I feel like. Because social media is such a highlight reel and interviews are also pretty much a highlight reel because usually they are promotional and not personal. That that does stuff to my generation. I don't know how that influenced millennials, but Generation Zero, we're like... the. This is one of the reasons why we're so effed up. <laughs> because we... Nobody talks... Or not, not nobody, but like 
it feels like nobody talks about what they went through to be where they are right now. Like it's, oh yeah, you had a troublesome childhood, great, me too. But like, no, nobody ever talks about, uh, oh yeah, I went to th therapy and I learned this and that and that helped me deal with it. That's so rare. That You only find that out when you really dig deep into an actor's or celebrity's uh, interviews. And usually it's print interviews and not actual like video interviews or something like that. Like You shouldn't need to dig into interviews of people to have this more central center stage. Because, man, my generation, we're like, oh yeah... All these people struggle with this too, but why the heck is nobody like sharing with the broader audience how to deal with this, how they dealt with it, if it's a struggle they are already over? It needs We need to humanize successful people more. I know currently successful people, especially like famous successful people, successful and famous is by the way not the same word for me, which I don't, I don't usually use them interchangeably. You know, just, just wanted to throw that in there. Currently, famous people thrive off of being dehumanized, but like still humanized to a certain degree. It's like weird. <clears throat> How do I explain this? Back in the day when someone got fan mail, a lot of these people that got fan mail answered, or at least read all of their fan mail. Maybe they didn't answer all of it, but they read all of it. And nowadays, the equivalent of this is social media and holy hell. Usually, I mean, a lot of celebrities can't even take 10, 10 minutes out of their day to just answer to a couple of fans, which is really... I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the strategy behind it, right? Um, for a lot of... at least for the people, like, successful people over... famous people over 25 or 30, that's kind of part of the strategy. They're just... they're distant. And I get why, because success in that sense and famousness is really doing a lot to someone's mental health and stuff and they want to keep themselves safe safe but like come on like famousness thrives off of off of the humanizing yourself so you're above other people even though having a leader is psychologically normal to humans and you don't need to dehumanize yourself like there's i, I mentioned in the first episode of the podcast, um, parasocial relationships, which is the relationship between a fan or like a viewer and like someone that's like successful, famous. Um, I don't know. It could also be a YouTuber or some somewhat something like that. Like anything that feels like it's like a connection, but there's no no actual connection. And parasocial relationships. Oh, this is like this is. I could go on a whole rant. This is a more of a rant episode, actually. <laughs> But holy hell, there is, mm, there's so much going into this, I swear to god. You you can't you can just dehumanize yourself all the time. So it's like, oh yeah, I interact with like fans once a month. Like one fan once a month gets an answer from, some, from me. That's, what is that? We're in the age of social media. What? <laughs> I mean, it's great that a lot of, a lot of famous people still use their like um social media accounts themselves and don't let uh, an, an assistant do it but really in a, in the age of social media you like it's great if you uh, concentrate on on your craft because most famous people are creatives right musicians actors creators in general but 
if people on social media were a big part of why you are where you are, which I mean they are because nowadays everything runs through social media, then why would you not make social media connection a priority? I will never get this. I mean, going to cons is different kind of things, like conventions, because people might feel unsafe in that way. But oh my god. I will not, like, maybe that's just my close-minded early 20s, generation zero mind, but like, what is so hard about, like, like, making this part of your job? Because it... mm, I don't, you're not in my brain, but I'm, I just don't understand how these people that get famous depend so much on social media to get famous. And when they're like not as famous, they interact a lot. And then they, as soon as they get famous, they stop interacting. Like, I get it. You have a more trouble, not troubles, um, a more, like your days are filled with more work. I get that. But like, come on. Answering like three people a day on social media really ain't that hard. Like, you can't have social media boundaries, but still be connecting to people that put you where you are right now. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I would never want to stop interacting with the people that put me where I am if I got to a famousness level like that. Like, I don't get it. There's probably some explanation for it, but it's super dehumanizing. Like, you make, you put like a, like a wall between you and the rest of the world that's like your fans or you know the people that just put you where you are right now financially and influentially (laughs) you know what i mean i just find that weird i find it dehumanizing on having that coupled with what i said in the beginning of the episode of saying oh yeah i struggle but i do not share with you how i struggle how that influenced where i am how i got where i am and how I dealt with it. It's it's not good. This I I understand a lot of people will listen to this and probably have a different opinion. But I mean I, I, I'm gonna give you some examples. Um for example Halsey, the pop singer, alternative singer, wh- wh- however you wanna categorize her music. She's open about um having bipolar is it bipolar disorder or bipolar depression you know it's the same thing but you know (laughs) and she's doing personal interviews like uh, for example sex and show that's like I mean it is promotional to an extent but it's also personal interviews I feel like people of that size doing personal interviews that aren't just about promotion super super important I can relate to that woman way more I can, like, she talks about how she deals with what she experienced. I mean, she does it mainly through, like, poems and music, but there's still something tangible to learn from her instead of just hearing her say, oh, yeah, I struggle with this, and then that's it. Or Pre Larson. Pre Larson. Oh my god, that's a good example. Pre Larson is a good example, actually. Pre Larson has a YouTube channel. Even though she's like an actress and probably makes enough money from acting. Um, so she does probably, first of all, you already know she does that because she wants to do it. Like from a passion standpoint. But what I find way more important, she had like a very um, personal, casual video that wasn't scripted or anything. Where she talked about her struggles of finding herself in her early 20s in Hollywood. And I can't, I can't connect to her way more because in that video she not only went in depth, she also 
shared how she got through that, like where she is now. There needs to be like more substance when someone shares something like that. When sharing in the first place is important, of course, yes. Like, yeah, share, you had like depression or eating disorder, whatever, addiction is important. I don't want to discredit that. But it's so much more important and so much more helpful for destigmatizing these things to actually like share where you are now and how you got there. That's like, yeah. Because now nowadays I just see myself and other people even, and I, usually that's like, that usually was like a late teens, early 20s problem. But now I see more and more people just going, oh yeah, I don't, I struggle too much for someone that could be successful one day. And yes, that's like a self-esteem thing, blah, blah, blah. Rationalizing would help that, I get it. But please look at the mental illness numbers in the last two, two decades. It's, it's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit hard to like rationalize for a lot of people. Um, struggle is not normalized anymore. Struggling to get where you are because highlight reels, social media, it's, yeah. I mean, it says a lot that when someone shares in depth what they went through and how they got out of it, it usually, especially if they're in a higher position of fame, it usually gets like, it goes viral. I think that says a lot about how little of it is usually shared. There's usually not a heart to heart of, oh yeah. I have PTSD and this is how I deal with it. <laughs> like you don't need to. I mean, if you if you're like really in the gutter with your mental health, you of course you don't need to share that with your fans. But like, I don't know. I find that I find that weird. And that's the same goes for people that are don't are not famous but still successful, like CEOs or whatnot, managers. Dude. You can't tell me you got where you were where you are now without struggling. But like making it look to be that way is just fucking toxic. I'm ah this is like the core of what I'm trying to say here. People that reached a goal other people want to reach, not being open about have having struggled on the way there and what struggles they came across is toxic. Because that makes people younger and younger believe they need to struggle less. Or that they need to penalize penalize themselves for struggling. And yeah, in our rational mind, we know. People, when people, people say they had depression, how that looks like. How, how to deal with depression. Yeah, you can look that up online. But like in the moment, there's like a... There's like an in the moment reaction. And that's important. Especially when it's about... Pe talking to people that don't struggle with mental illness because they they don't get a scope if you don't share <laughs> because yeah like i said for people that don't have that struggle themselves you need to come to them with connection not with little infographics of symptoms because they will not they i mean yeah they might be nice people <laughs> and actually like want to help with the mental health awareness but there's a lot of people a lot more people than that that are not that nice that also need to be reached with all that destigmatizing <sighs> i feel like this is gonna be a thing that not all people agree with but it's a big it's a this whole thing is a big motivator of why i started this podcast because i wanted to talk to people in all industries that are creative and 
maybe even not creative at, at some point i might interview someone that's not in a creative field but you know what i mean about their struggles because that's not done enough you it's, it's, it's just like oh yeah i grew up poor and now i'm a millionaire or whatever no i want to know what slowed you down and when like at which stage of your life did your early 20s look like an absolute garbage fire how did you get out of it um have you struggled with depression or anxiety how do you deal with that or how how, how bad was it maybe not how bad it was because that's not for me to know i think it's always important to share how the struggles slowed you down because a lot of a lot of things in the minds of young people is like, just like oh yeah this person said they struggled but like they probably never stopped working while they struggled and that's just not right usually like yeah if, if i'm i'm currently in a, in a more depressed stage of my life when i'm like recording this podcast but that doesn't mean i didn't lay in bed several days last week not being able to do anything i'm gonna be honest with you here <laughs> well and it's really it's getting easier and easier to be, to be honest online without oversharing i don't feel like what i just said was oversharing it's just like oh yeah i struggle with depression and i laid in bed for a couple of days last week because i literally couldn't i didn't have the energy that's a normal symptom of depression <laughs> that's not oversharing that's simply how it is and the fact that a lot of people in positions that could influence the picture of how mental health is seen aren't doing that is kind of sad. Because you already have a big wall between yourself and the world. You have the best position to be open about your struggles. And telling young people, or even less young people, I see people in their 30s struggling with the oh yeah, people, other people struggle less than I do. No, that they just don't share it. Like, I know I'm talking a little bit in circles, but I'm very passionate passionate about this. I, I just, I don't like how social media made us only share the good things. I struggled with anxiety disorder for seven years, and I've tried to always share that I struggle with it. I struggled with it currently. I'm not struggling with it, but I'm struggling with depression in instead, and... I will have, in the, in the next season, I will have an entire episode about my struggles. Where I'm candid about my struggles. Because, I mean, I don't want other people that are in influential positions to open up my their entire life story. I'm just tired of them going, oh yeah, I'm where I am right now. And started from the bottom. <laughs> yeah, great. It is, it's amazing that you went from being poor to being famous, but like... Tell me about the struggles, because that's the thing that is a universal experience for everyone, no matter if they were born rich or not. <laughs> struggles are... I mean, struggles were already not as prominent before, but I feel like social media eradicated talking about struggles even more, if you understand what I mean. I swear to explain this. But I feel like you get what I mean. Like the the social media highlight reel mindset is also in the way celebrities and people in successful positions currently work. And I'm tired of it. I'm really tired of it. Like, please, share with me about the 
the common struggles other people usually have and no matter what which career field but especially in your career field like come on <laughs> for example actors there are so many freaking things that only apply to acting the acting career that are super hard and like i don't see actors talk about those struggles outside of interviews specifically uh, in those fields like specifically interviews with acting background like if you know what i mean <laughs> like a musician and their struggles is also different but it's never really talked about enough in normal general interviews or their social media uh, compared to if there's a niche interview that's what i meant with the acting thing like if, if it's very niche oh yeah that maybe the person the actor talks about acting struggles but it needs to be way more normalized in general like i just feel like if you're over a certain amount of followers you just stop talking about the struggles but that's when you should start talking about the struggles i feel like small small creators small creatives talk about that a little bit more nowadays and that's good and some people inten intentionally do it like i do but it, even those people then stop doing it in real time a little bit more or like in recent times you don't need to share if you currently feel bad but like oh yeah last year or last month i felt like this and this is how i got out of it or if you feel like this uh, blah 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 you know that's those words have a lot of power and i feel like you shouldn't use them less the more successful you get just because you could lose something we're in a position where you can lose something for sharing it without having any personal loss i think that's that's the point where you should start sharing these things <laughs> to motivate other people and to help them and motivation is not yeah i had depression no motivation is i had depression it did a lot of bullshit to me in this part of my career and this helped me i talked to people i got a therapist i started meditating and journaling all of these things yes they're like normal we already noticed if we struggle with it ourselves but like a lot of people especially young need something to come back to to motivate them to like move on and go on because my god have you seen the suicide rates for my generation it's not normal people people are not responsible responsible if you're in if they're in a position for like the lives of young people but they need to realize their influence on us i mean i'm including myself i look up to a lot of people that are like double my age that are open about having struggled and they are open about how they got through it like <laughs> and i usually do not look up to people that don't talk about this which is why i used halsey as an example pre larson um trying to think of someone else there are not that many actually i mean I, I i mentioned a few more in my first episode with my inspirations you can't just do the highlight real thing everyone else is doing because that's gonna collapse because it puts so much mental health pressure on others i don't i don't know how many times i looked at other people that are successful and they talked about oh yeah started from depression now we're here and I was like, oh yeah, my brain was like, oh yeah, they pushed, they pu just pushed through it, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it wasn't that bad for them. Because nobody, or not nobody, I don't want to speak in black and white, but like a lot of people don't share, oh yeah, I needed to take a break here. I 
could barely do anything for this amount of time in my life. There's not enough emphasis of, I said that in the last episode, uh, uh, emphasis on the direction is important, not the pace. But currently the highlight reel kind of thing and the dehumanization kind of aspect of how society and famous people currently connect to each other, which is with a big wall in between it, influence that. And I mean also capitalism, but you know, <laughs> we just feel like we need to do more and faster instead of the right things in a pace that works currently. And I feel like people in powerful positions have a lot of influence and fault in that. And I don't just mean celebrities, like I said, I also mean people in higher positions in pretty much any industry. But this podcast was started because I'm a creative person and I want to create, I want to interview other creatives and their struggles, what they went through, how they got through it, what they may be currently struggling with, if they want to share that. We need more connection, community, because currently the world is so goddamn disconnected. Yes, individualism, famous people thrive on individualism, but I mean it when I say it, like a lot of famousness currently is even more dehumanized and I don't want to say fake, but you know, than it used to be a couple of decades ago where you, people were like at least like being seen. The scale got way bigger, I get that, and it's harder to handle for famous people. <laughs> but like, come on, there's a difference between like a Leonardo DiCaprio and if was an actor with one million followers on Twitter. Like, you can still interact and make yourself more available. You can still... We all have 24 hours in a day, and not everyone is working all day long, especially in creative fields. You have usually the opportunity to, with, with more work boundaries, of course, but to fit in other things. Like I said, five minutes a day intentionally, intentionally spent on social media would help a lot of people that are famous currently based on f being online. I don't know. I just don't like how these things drifted apart further. But there's also very interesting psychology behind famousness and how that's actually seen as like can be seen as a form of addiction for the people that are famous there's a study or two on that i i don't know if i will be able to find that or link that <laughs> but yeah i found that two months ago i read that i think yeah so my it might be connecting to that that you people in that position want to dehumanize them or that yeah you know i i that the complete hollywood industry for example pretty much thriving on like stonewalling to the rest of the world <laughs> but yeah i mean i can call it out i hate the power structures of famousness currently the only way i can describe it is like maybe with like politics like putting like a politician as a leader and as like high up and important but like it's never really healthy to like praise them as a person there's a word for this in english like uh, individual, not is it individual politic? No, <laughs> well, like there's a word for when you only hype up specific people. Yeah, this is just oh, this is a very intense topic for me, because I know how it influenced me and my mental illness, and I know how it influenced influenced the people around me when people started started talking about 
their struggles, how they talk about it, changed in a way where people actually like got motivated to change the way they think about their mental illness. And like I said in the beginning, there's a reason why YouTube YouTubers that talk about mental illness or mental health, um, self-care and self-love exploded in the last few years. That's not just a trend. I mean, yeah, that too. But that's also because people see, oh, first of all, you feel less alone. Second of all, there's some, some there's tangible advice, tangible, oh yeah, this is how it feels for others. And it's very similar to my experience because these people are open about struggling. I follow an author that had an eating disorder for years and she she still shares pictures in her in her Instagram story and stories on the days where she has a bad day where, she, where those intrusive thoughts hit her and she's just like okay I'm not gonna be on Instagram today because I'm having a bad day with this or I had a bad day with this yesterday and this is how I dealt with it there is so much more positive impact when that's done or when someone that has never really dealt with mental illness as that much still talks about struggling in the beginning of their career which is usually a normal thing but like it's I feel like different generations just are very judgmental to my generation because my generation usually gets called snowflakes even though you went through the same shit you just forgot about it I think you get the core of what I mean like it has a more destigmatizing impact on people it matters how you talk about these things. It matters that you talk about these things to make it easier for the people after you. And the fact that we talk about that, like struggles less and less, or we did in the last decades, had a real big impact together with social media in itself on the mental health of children and my generation, like Generation Zero. Like, look, please look at our mental illness numbers, and they rose the moment social media was implemented into society which matches up perfectly with the highlight reel mindset of never talking about struggles or rarely talking about struggles or talking about them very in a very detached way. I understand different standpoints in this, but that's kind of mine and that's kind of what made me start this podcast. This is like a more <laughs> more intense uh opinionated episode and not a not a really a help and how to episode, but yeah, we need to talk about struggle more. We need to talk about mental illness more. We need to talk about not only the awareness and the stigmatizing, but also also like personal storytelling. The personal storytelling is so relevant to this topic. Standardizing mental illness and how to deal with it has a big impact if you have influence. Which is why I think the word influencer is not as bad as everyone makes it look. You just should use that influence maybe a little bit better. Because people connect to you. Why why like why do we have stuff like social media that makes people connect to you on a more personal level and then don't use that level of person personability, <laughs> I guess. The relatability. Why don't you why don't we use that more for the negative things in life? Like I said, there's a shift in recent years and I see it way much from way more from smaller smaller creators that are like open about like I follow a few uh new moms, for example, and they're like super open about parenting struggles. Can we do that more with mental illness? Even outside of the accounts that are directed at people with mental illness? <laughs> that would be pretty great. <laughs> and this is like I said, 
why I started this podcast because let's get rid of the idea that anything creative in this world should be connected to perfectionism because we're human. That goes for an Instagram influencer as much as for a business coach and for a new, new author as much as for an Hollywood actor. And let's use the connection we have to people in the age of social media for more awareness in a way that's actually tangible for the people going through this stuff. And let's humanize struggle again, because this whole hustle culture kind of mindset is just... No. <laughs> that is a big part of why all of this started, I think. The way it started to get worse for people, especially in Generation Zero. I think nobody can... No other generation can compare themselves to my generation, because you don't have the intense mental illness numbers that we have i mean yeah that, that has to do with destigmatizing mental illness in general but if, on top of that it has a lot to do with social media and the same mindset going into the way people with high influence act towards their crowd that backs them up yeah let's make this a place of honesty on and comfort and Let's actually try to grow this into a, to a point where I can maybe interview a couple people that are that you might actually look up to. <laughs> I mean, I will interview a lot of people that you might know or not know, like still like still successful people, but like you know not famous successful. Like that's why I, that's why I don't use these words interchangeably. People can be successful without being famous. <laughs> but let's maybe get this to a podcast to a point where I can at one point at some point interview someone you might look up to for being famous. Like I said, I shared in the first episode which people would be ideal for me to interview because they already are very open about struggles. But yeah, the next three episodes will be interviews. I'm scared as hell. This is gonna be alright. But now I, now you know which, which mindset I started this podcast because I'm I'm tired of like seeing picture perfectness when I know exactly there has been so much struggle for anyone that's in a good position in life. For some it's maybe less struggle, but there there's always struggle nonetheless. If you are a growing person, a person that is willing to put themselves in an uncomfortable situation, you will deal with struggle. And I don't want to just get that information from motivational YouTube channels that cut out interviews, interview parts of super famous people. And you that from more way more people that should be normalized because only when more people do that in all in all parts of all kinds of industries is a thing normalized and destigmatized and that's important anyway this was a very long episode and it was very opinionated feel free to share your own opinion on this with me or if you even under understood what i meant with all of the things i said uh be nice about it though even if you have a different standpoint, because I know, of course, nobody owes me this. I just it's just what I think would be ideal. Um, follow the podcast if you wanna hear the next few interviews and know when the next season comes out. Rate this podcast. Ideally, after you listen to a couple episodes, because this is <laughs> this is not always the way this is. Like this episode is a little bit different from my other ones. And yeah, take care of yourself.
and investigate how you look up to people a little bit more and how they influence the way you look at yourself and your mental illness if you have one and your struggles. Until next time.